2: There was something there that was so raw, where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that.
1: Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network,
2: every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Hey, 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 hey! I you Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands this year that matter? Yay. With
1: Brad Steiner and Barry Quarter. A podcast for Bonnarubians by Bonnarubians. The What Podcast. Listen on all your podcast devices, whether it be your phone, your computer, the voice in your head as you self quarantine for the next six months. Barry Quarter, Brad Steiner, even Lord Taco. He's pressured us to allow him to talk, I guess.
2: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Too big to keep yeah. off. So that's great. All right.
1: So uh, here we go. Uh, we're, uh, I guess, postponing. I have bad news. We're postponing the what podcast uh, because of self-quarantining. Uh, I don't mean to make light of it, but we're putting off uh, bon Roulette for next week and uh, going to talk all things, oh uh, God, all things, all things COVID. Now, uh, I will say this before we get into this, I uh, had a one of the worst cup of coffee cups of coffee I've ever had in my life this morning. Guys, here's the thing. I don't want a flavored, artificially flavored bean in any form or fashion. It is useless. It makes me angry. I am in a terrible mood because of it. It is a praline flavored bean and even worse, I bought the ground version of it, not even the whole bean. Why? I made a mistake. I was in the store uh, and I was, uh, uh, first off, you were first, reaching
2: for toilet paper and you got praline flavored coffee instead.
1: Ding, ding, ding. Uh, I, so I was at a store. So we moved. Right. So we're now in New Orleans. And so I uh, went to a store that I'm not familiar with. And I was in a rush. I had to get back to the house to to finish dinner. We needed a new uh, thing of soy sauce. So I had to run out to the store and I'm just picking up things in an emergency. So I was like, OK, I'll just grab. Some toilet paper. I'll grab it. And then I grab some coffee. I was like, oh, it's a local bag of coffee. Adorable. And I didn't get home and realize that's when I bought a praline-flavored bean. And now it has irritated me. Damn you, COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Making
2: me buy the wrong coffee. All right. But does the house smell good? Does it smell like praline? You know see, that's the thing about that flavored coffee is it smells pretty good, but it doesn't taste any good. It tastes disgusting.
1: And, you know, it, the, the smell does seem nice, but there's no way it's going to fill up the whole house. There's no <laughs> way. There's a, like I I I, the, I don't know. Maybe Craig knows better than I do, but I don't know how the house smells. But I sure as hell know the, the praline flavored coffee not going to change anything in this house. It's 150 oh. years old. It's not going to work.
3: All right. So you bought 150 year old coffee. Yeah. All right, Thanks. All right. Taco. Thank you. All
1: right. Uh, I've been, we've identified the problem. Yeah. I'm trying to, what I'm doing is a little thing called stalling because I don't want to talk about this. So I I, this is not something I wanted to talk about.
2: No, it's not a happy topic and it's a weird topic because as soon as we say anything, it's already changed That's and we don't know how it's changed. So
1: Yeah. I mean, did you I've wake been, up? Did you wake up this morning this being a Saturday morning? Did you wake up this morning feeling better about
2: it? That's a great question. And that's an interesting question because things changed overnight. Um, and it, we're gonna get into it here talking about Chattanooga in particular, which is where Taco and I are. You are in New Orleans, and I have no idea how listeners, how things are or where they are. I'd almost be curious if we could figure out a way to sort of gather some of that kind of information. Um, I mean, I woke up this morning to a New York Times story about a Hickson man. For you guys who don't know, Hickson is a suburb of Chattanooga. This guy now has seventeen thousand and seven hundred and sixty something bottles of hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. He and his brother drove up and down Tennessee, Kentucky, buying every bottle of hand sanitizer they could get, thinking they would sell them for anywhere from $10 to $70 on mine mm-hmm. and Amazon and eBay shut them down. Yeah. So yay, Chattanooga. Yay, yeah. this guy for trying to take advantage of a horrible situation. And even, I mean, I don't even know what he's doing being quoted, Um, but, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's trying to set his family up. Sure. I bet. All
1: right. Look, I have guys, guys, I have a hot take. Okay. This is a massively hot take. This guy's a prick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy is a total prick. Him and his brother are absolute jerks and there is not a chance that that there isn't people around him. He's in he's in trouble. He's in a big load of trouble because his neighborhood is or they're, they're eyeing his garage door ready to kick it down.
2: Yeah, the only good thing he could do would be to take that U-Haul that he rented. And And live in it, well, live live. in it, or go find a parking lot and start giving away hand sanitizers. (laughs) Yeah, he needs. What? But uh, here's the
1: thing. Uh, Again, I've never thought that the hand sanitizer works. You know, anytime I'm on the farm and somebody gives me hand sanitizer, I say to myself, "Oh, that's cute." Yeah. And it makes me feel okay for about ten seconds. Yeah. It never feels like it's actually clean. Have you ever look? Bonnaroo is the perfect example of why hand sanitizer doesn't work you put it on your hands and then you look at your nails
2: and they're still covered in black oh listen the last time i used it was at bonnaroo uh probably second third year Uh that's all i used and i left sunday as i did at that time went to that uh mcdonald's across the street washed my hands and it looked like mud Look, right. I was bleeding into this. It was disgusting, yeah. and I've never used it ever, ever since.
1: It, uh, it works
3: for me. I think it tastes great.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Sorry, thank you. Was that Craig? Is that Craig?
3: Uh, Craig, <laughs> Craig dialing in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, no. I, again, a regular bar and soap. This is not hard, you know, just regular bar of soap. By the way, I hate to be this guy, but um, the, uh, the, the hand sanitizer, not good for the environment. It's in, in the plastic bottles. Why don't you just use a bar of soap, carry it around with you, around your neck, like an yeah. old fashioned hipster, wear the soap <laughs> around your
2: neck. Soap on a rope. I like no, it.
1: Who doesn't love that?
2: I like it all right so, so what are is, we
1: gonna what are we gonna do here we've well, got well this uh, is the number uh, let's just, let me just go through the numbers as of uh, the total cases 1629 total deaths 41 uh, 46 states in the District of Columbia there's 138 travel related uh, cases 129 close contact cases under investigation 1362 total cases being 1629. Um, so the House passed a virus, aid, a virus aid bill after Trump declared the national emergency, probably two weeks too late. Uh, and then the big one that you know I think the you know uh, rich white people care about: the stocks roared back. So uh, you know they lose ten thousand points over the course of a few days, and they get two thousand points all back on Friday. And, you know, you're going to start to see the narrative all focused on the, the uh, around Wall Street. And once the markets start bouncing back, then everybody starts to get a little bit more confident. Right. When we basically can't test anyone, we still can't test anyone for, for anything. you
2: uh, let's, let's Utah do this Jazz have
1: more effectively test people than the actual federal. Yeah. Government.
2: Let's do this. Where I mean, where where are we on this? You and I, where are you? Personally, and Russ, where are we on this? Because. I mean, everything is shut down. I just, uh, you know, went to the store and the guy said, you better get multiples because Walmart closes on Monday and the gas stations are going to close after that. And then stop uh, it. No, that's that, stop yeah, it. Yeah. The official word that I got is if anybody tests at a Walmart, they're going to close that Walmart for a week and clean. So, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're, being angry about it. We're making light of it. But, you know, the, all these things are shutting down. Uh, Do we feel like they're shutting down because they know something or is it just a total panic? Well, see, this is, this is the part where you mentioned earlier.
1: It's, it's really a different world where you are. And again, I think that your, your point is a solid one. I would love to hear where you are and your experience with this. How is your local community responding? Send us a a tweet, send us a message, um, send us an Instagram message. Uh, You know, uh, look, I've I can't wrap my head around the news that I'm reading from Chattanooga. Look, I'm still connected to all these these things and you guys and my friends and my my local news sources. Chattanooga is reacting to this like it is. Another 9-11 and. That's uh, oh, worse. It's I worse. can't really. I can't oh, way worse. even wrap my head around that because New Orleans is acting. So New Orleans is different. I understand. But this is the way that they're reacting. They are. This is a hurricane. And they're going to wait until it makes landfall. Until it makes landfall, it might just miss. And that's the way everybody is is responding. Um, now, the, the mayor here has taken, you know, action. And she's shut down all of the. The Just like everybody else. It shut down all of the mass gatherings, except for her $1,000 plate uh, dinner for 1,500 people. She didn't shut that down. Either way, she uh, <laughs> shut down all of that. And, and the schools just now uh, decided to close yesterday. So, you know, the normal government operations are shutting down just like everybody else. But everything else, it's business as usual. Nobody's really worried about it at work. Nobody's worried about it at restaurants. Nobody really is is operating like this is this is something that they need to totally change their life about. But yet, when I look at the news in Chattanooga, I mean, you might as well say that oxygen
2: is going to you know blow your head up. Yeah, uh, Taco, jump in if I'm missing something. Our <laughs> mayor yesterday shut down all. Uh, our Tivoli, our Memorial Auditorium, Finley Stadium, the library, uh, schools. Uh, we are, th- we, we being the newspaper, you can now work from home if you, ha- if you can, if you have that option. Um, we are going to stop printing our sports section next week. We oh, probably stop. Well, there's
3: start- no sports, so. <laughs> there's, there's no
2: sports. Yeah. High school sports. uh Uh, The I kind of laughed yesterday morning when I got up in our newspaper, the SEC and the NCAA had canceled, you know, um, all sports. But SEC spring football was going to (laughs) continue. They decided late yesterday afternoon that that was not going to happen as we knew it would. So yeah, there's no sports to cover. So we're going to stop printing a sports section. We're going to fold in what we have into into our regular, uh, into our business section. Uh, our entertainment section will probably print this week, but not the next because there are no events. So all the concerts that were coming, you know, to our venues have been canceled. Uh, okay. Can I ask it?
1: Can I ask just a just a sure. random question that m- means nothing to anybody, but seeing papers struggle the way that they are struggling, just in general, do you see them using this opportunity to eliminate sports entirely?
2: No. No, no. It's a a fair question. No, we're a different paper. We are individually owned by one man out of Arkansas, so we are not corporate, and he is a huge newspaper guy, so we're going to keep fighting as long as we can fight. We're the rarity. So no sports, you know, look, sports drives the train sports and business and, and food. Uh, that's what people care about. And I think I
3: I also read that they're going to remove the paywall online for articles related to uh, the coronavirus. Is that That was actually,
1: that was actually a really good point because the times you press in Chattanooga is,
2: is one of the very few that are doing this. New York times is not doing it right. Yeah. And I think we've done a, terrific job if you know we pat ourselves but this is what we do you know i mean the newsroom yesterday just like 9-11 just like when tornadoes everybody just sort of they know what they have to do and they start doing it and no one else has the resources that we do so um anyway well, there's I there's have, my have, plug but uh, so that's so
1: that's so but there's obviously been a difference from monday to friday
2: now, uh, Absolutely. there's a and, difference from Wednesday to Friday. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so you and so I, I spoke I, on Sunday, if you remember, if we can get into that with some of the predictions of what might happen and, yeah. and this change, is, this, change this what, if, from, if you if you followed me on Twitter and I'm not
1: I'm not plugging to follow me at Brad Stinks, um, but follow me at Brad Stinks. <laughs> the uh, the thing that I said on Sunday was get ready. Monday is going to be a bloodbath. Correct. And then what happened? I I got news on Saturday that that Coachella was going to cancel. And again, I'm I'm going to I'm I may be wrong about this. I have no inside information about this part, but I have no way to think that they're going to be able to take 150 artists and move them five months down the calendar. There's no way I with all of the we, we look at all the conversations that we've had Uh, with lineup people or go back to the Brian and Steve episode and how hard this was for them to put together the idea that you can pick up 150 artists and not just do it once, but twice, five months down the road. It it seems literally impossible.
2: It, the number of questions that keep coming up are mind boggling Uh, just to use again, go to go back to sports. And we can talk about music because that's usually what we, I mean, that's primarily what we do. But eligibility, the spring sports calendar stopped before it got halfway. So the NCAA is going to say all the guys that were, you know, athletes are going to have eligibility again next year. Well, what does that do to the incoming freshmen? What does that do to the numbers? That's just an example. You shut down, Live Nation announced they were going to, you know, shut down their tours. Well, apparently it's just the big ones, unless that's changed since yesterday. I mean, the down the venues here, that means your parking lot attendants, your restaurants that benefit from that, the ushers, the ticket takers, you know, all those things. It, it's unbelievable to try to think about the ramifications of all of this.
1: Right. How about, how about a how, vendor? How about a vendor who already has some plan for October? Now they're just supposed to pick up and, and show up to uh, Coachella uh, because correct. they've decided to change it. Like I know that yeah, Coachella people are going to sell uh, the general public on, Oh yeah, we'll just have it another day in feasibility. It really doesn't make much sense. Now talking out of both sides of my mouth, if any, operation was able to um get you to cancel part of your tour to include yourself on a coachella lineup the coachella could do it you know uh if if insert band here has a couple of shows in october or september that coincide with the new date of coachella probably choosing coachella
2: yeah you know they're probably choosing coachella well but that's that's a good point uh, what about it? those other events? Everything keeps rescheduling till October. Uh, not everything. The few things that I have seen, October seems to be a popular month to reschedule for. I mean, how many things can you put on in October? You well, know, I what if you already c- had one?
1: A, well, I live in a city where it's a festival and a parade every single day. Yeah. So, uh, September and October could be a lot of
2: fun. <laughs> it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, um, I don't even I don't think we know. And, and you know what? It's interesting. We haven't even talked about, in our case, the elephant in the room, which is Bonnaroo. Uh, I can't imagine what was going through Ashley Cap's head this week. Uh, you know, on Tuesday, they announced they're going to go on with big ears. And then what? Thursday morning, Thursday morning, he has to announce Ashley Cap's has to announce that they're not going to do it. I can't imagine what that 36 hours uh, or whatever was like. They have not announced anything that I know of regarding Bonnaroo. I am assuming they're holding out to the very last minute. Yeah, I mean, why, why would they? And that's the thing that, that none of us can predict
1: is, you know, you get the the Chinese version of the CDC saying that they're on the backside of it three months in um, and they're starting to see a decline in, in in cases, um, you know, we don't know when the decline of ours is going to begin, or maybe it already has. We don't know. So if if you're if you're Bonnaroo, why would you even risk saying anything right now? Um, that's like back to your sports analogy, the NFL. There's no reason for them to do anything. They right. they can have free agency. They can own the 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 space, the the news space of the sports world for a month until everybody starts to figure their stuff out. Bonnaroo doesn't get, Bonnaroo's lucky because they're in June, you no. Know, you know? And by the way, they're really lucky because they own their own space. Yes. Uh, so they, if they were to reschedule it at insert time here, uh, I feel like they would have a lot easier of a time uh, making something happen. Now, of course, lineups are going to change, but
2: I feel like Bonnaroo is in a much better spot than anybody else. Yeah, that's a great point. They don't have to get, anybody else's approval they own the space uh i mean they'd have to work with the the state and the county and the city there to get support but i i would think that's not that big a deal i think manchester will be okay
0: yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna um, be okay with it.
2: the but that's the question and that's where it gets into who knows what actually the masters postponed <clears throat> I'm going to guess there's somebody on the board down there at Augusta national that has a phone number of somebody that's kind of important. Does that mean, they pick, they know more than we do. Does that mean they, you know, the, the most of the reports predict that the, the spike is coming, that the, you know, the numbers that you, Barry
1: start, Barry start, Barry start that over. You
2: cut out most of the reports that we're seeing, predict that the spike is yet to happen that the numbers you read earlier you know are the the beginning of the graph the, the parabolic graph or whatever and I think I think that's what a lot of these NASCAR NBA Masters I think that's what they're predicting is that at some point we're going to start to see a huge spike yeah. in the number of cases and that's what they're trying to prevent by doing all this but who knows
1: no i understand and it does make a lot of sense and i said this to to the wife uh, a couple days ago is it really gonna kill us all just to be at home for a few weeks you know it it almost is like one of these things where, like um it it sort of is is baffling that we don't just go ahead and do this i actually do think that there's going to be a conversation maybe i'll start it maybe i'll be the only one having a conversation uh we should self-quarantine For like three, four weeks out of the year where we just don't leave the house. We all just stay inside and we don't really talk to anyone.
3: Yeah. Brian Stone already does that. Yeah. (laughs)
1: he's always been ahead of the this, curve we really all should just like just not leave the house all of us collectively and let the whole universe and the planet
2: sort of like get its bearings back for a second you know, how do you think that would work at, at the office if you said nah, i'm self-quarantining for the next week i think that it should
1: be an option i think it should be an option uh, we get vacation, we get uh, sick leave, and then we get self-quarantine time. I'll be honest. self quarantine. No questions uh, asked. Don't ask me
2: why. I'm just self-quarantining. Uh, well, so the other, the other piece oh, – I'm sorry, Taco.
3: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say I work from home all the time anyways, so it's pretty much business as usual for me.
1: <laughs> the other piece of news that I got that Saturday is that, you know, you've got – you still have a festival that hasn't announced their lineup. Lollapalooza was two weeks away from announcing their lineup. Now they're not announcing anything. Um, they've they've shut down the idea of even announcing who they have, and it's too bad because the lineup was pretty pretty good. Uh, and yeah, you know, there's going to be some familiar you know faces um, on that lineup from from Bonnaroo. Uh, it was going to be young as it always is, but uh, you look, there are certain festivals that I know are affected much more in Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo, to me, seems like a self-contained thing. But when you find a city festival, that's more problematic to me. That's a big, big problem when you have uh, an already uh, volatile uh, situation with a city and then you add 80,000 people on top of it. Bonnaroo just being by itself, not really interacting with a major city other than maybe Nashville, uh, for some cases, seems a little bit easier on the palette, but maybe I'm just, you know, maybe I'm just making that up.
3: Well, they also, you know, they already said that exit 111 isn't happening this year. So Bonner has got a completely open calendar if they had to move.
1: Yeah, they've got yeah. all of
2: October. It's nice in October. It's, yeah, I was there. Uh,
1: uh, very, very did, nice.
2: Didn't hate the weather. Yeah. No, it was nice. And, you know, you wonder about war chests. They've done this now almost 20 years. So I would assume they have a, a fairly decent war chest over. 20 almost 20 years some of these city festivals you know if they get rain if they get heavy rain they can survive maybe one year yeah. but not two but you know, wait,
1: that's didn't, what, didn't i ask and i maybe i didn't maybe i tried to ask and they they sidestepped me but didn't i ask about a war chest oh i did i asked if they saved money some years for right lineups right. the next year and they said
2: absolutely not so that's right. a little differently that's a different answer yeah. No, I mean they have to figure knowing what I know about festivals, they they have to bank on that bad year when rain just crushes them, you know, or whatever weather just crushes them and they can't survive too many of those. There yeah,
1: there's no way. There's no there's no way you have two date moves in you. Right. You get you get one and right. you hope the god the next year can can make back up some of the revenue loss. All right, so what, is, what does it look like? And I don't mean to get too woe is me, sky is falling, but what does Bonnaroo look like if it happens some other time other than June? Do you think that some of the installations are not there? Um, obviously, you can probably, you know, scratch 25% of the lineup off just because of scheduling problems. Um, are you are – you, trying to condense it. Do they change the the schedule? Do they rearrange people and take away a day? Do you really I, get there on a Wednesday night? I, I'm just trying to think of the options of things. How does it look? How does it feel if it's in October?
2: It, well, worst case scenario. Have. I think we have two good examples, 2016 and exit 111. You know, 2016, Brad, if you remember, they moved the silent disco. They moved everything in. They moved the hill. And then, no, they didn't. They moved everything around to make it feel. You and I commented because we'd been there for many years. We noticed all the changes. For somebody who that was their first year, they didn't know. It felt like a big, giant, full. Uh, festival, and well, as, as our friend Ken says, it never is not great. You know, but, I mean, it was but, a but, good wait.
1: festival. Before you get too crazy about that, they moved the walls in to make it a smaller space because <laughs> the the attendance was off. Correct. I'm gonna bet that if Bonnaroo happens in October, it's still going to bring eighty five. Oh, you 90, think so? 000. Okay. I, oh yeah, I don't think that. I don't think the actual attendance will change. I'm wondering what the actual festival looks like um when you have to rearrange vendors
2: uh artists well that's um, i guess i guess that's what i was thinking I, I,
1: you think there's going to be a, you think there'd be an attendance drop off if it man, happens
2: people have school people Arco. have work i would be curious if 80,000 is able to show up because of school work other priorities you know other things on the calendar you and i me especially me and taco it's a 60 minute ride uh it's going to be a little more difficult for you now that you're living where you are but you know the folks that are in Seattle well, and Dallas and Orlando. I mean, that's a, it's a bit. That's yeah, a great point. It's a great point.
1: we talked, we talked to some of our Patreons, like how exactly do they rearrange a flight uh, and their work schedules to take off a week for, for Bonnaroo in September and yeah, October? I, I mean, that's a good point. I, I forget a lot about that.
3: Yeah. We could leave for the farm right now if we wanted to. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> See you and in a be minute.
1: There, and yeah. be
2: there before the show's over. That's right. That's right. That's right. So it's uh, yeah. a lot easier.
1: All right. So, okay. So it's a smaller footprint. It's a smaller um, amount of, amount of attendees. Uh, What do you think? What do you think the the lineup looks like?
2: Well, let let, let me add one more thing. Our, you know, we talked to uh, the spicy pie guy last year. This is all he does is what a handful of festivals. I mean, does he Mm -hmm. mothball everything in the fall? I don't, I don't remember when his actual working schedule is, but you think he mothballs the spicy pies. Yeah, he said he doesn't have a storefront. He just does a handful of festivals. Now, yeah. <laughs> you know, can he, uh, Mothballs is maybe not the right
3: I, I don't idea know. I, for
2: food. you know what I meant? You you uh, you agree? were, you were going to get there one way or the other, I thought. I, I got it. You know, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Do they gear back up? Do they shut down now for the next four weeks, six weeks, whatever, and try to make their money back in? October talk to our friend, one of our friends at, at AC who, and his friend owns a restaurant just being shut down for a week is going to cost her like 70 grand. Yeah. So, you know, the ramifications again, I mean, how many, how many of these vendors can survive not having a summer of festivals?
1: Well, here's where I, I, and I'm not going to try and beat up on Bonnaroo or Coachella, but here's where I get I get uh, my I get a little irritated. I guarantee you the reason why Coachella is postponing is because if they give you a festival to go to, they cannot refund your money. It is right. on you to get there on the dates that are provided. I highly doubt they're going to offer a refund for if they actually go through with a festival. I highly doubt they're going to offer you you the ability to refund your money no matter how hard it is to get there i don't think they're going to care uh and i don't think they're going to give the same allowance either to the vendors if you've signed up you're obligated and your money is now now the problem with the vendors for them is that they get a cut or they pay uh you know an overall fee so they pay the overall fee or you can pay a daily cut of your profits i'm probably guessing that you're not going to be able to get out of that either so you either show up or you don't. The festival's going to happen. That's why I think these people these things are, are postponing and not canceling so that they can save, you know, sure. as, at least on their bottom line, which is a tad irritating to me, but
2: I understand. Some of that is true. AC canceled, or had to the city closed down our Tivoli and auditorium, which meant that all those shows which AC books for us in Chattanooga, they are trying to reschedule them. They did say in their release that your ticket that you bought will be good for the reschedule. If they have to cancel, they re- will refund. Um, To your point, that is not an easy. <laughs> that's an expensive decision, but I think it's the right one. And and again, I can't imagine. I, I'm not sure I would like to have been in those rooms when they were having. These- Discussions, but it would have been interesting because this is this is unprecedented. Obviously, uh, a, another example: all the events that were scheduled at our trade center, trade and convention center, have canceled, and they're talking about layoffs already. They, yeah. they think they can, you know, survive a week or two. So, but I mean, that's
1: absurd. Are, Hang on a second. This is what I'm fearing. I'm fearing that people. Bad business decisions are going to be made with the cover of coronavirus. You know, you are not running a very good business if you are the size of a CVB, a Convention and Visitors Bureau, and you only have two weeks of wiggle room to pay your people. That is a convenient out, a convenient excuse, Mm -hmm. and pretty, I think, pretty lame.
2: Could be, I you know, two thousand eight when the economy tanked, there were reports of a lot of businesses using it as an excuse to get rid of employees. There's right. no question, and and somebody's going to do it. I mean, you know, like I said, this guy has seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer. What in I, the heck if was you, he thinking? If, if we are really a week,
1: this has been just this. This whole thing is really only a week, two weeks old, right? The the heavy duty part of it, right? Um, now you've got a president who called it a hoax nine days ago, but it doesn't matter. This has been the meat of it. How about giving it a couple more weeks? How about if you, if you run an operation, you just let this simmer for a second and reevaluate your business decisions here in a couple of weeks. Your people matter enough to give them a shot at letting this thing cycle through and end before you start going on, you know, massive layoffs.
2: Yeah, I agree. And that's where the conspiracy theorists, you know, I watch, I read a lot of these books and uh, that's that's where your brain can go down that road and say these people must know something, something, you know, they wouldn't just cancel the masters or postpone it or whatever if they didn't know something.
1: Yeah, like, for instance, masters, they're going to play the masters. I They won't give a damn if they have to play it in October, November, December. Uh, two we you know two straight tournaments next April they're gonna play the Masters. They're gonna uh, play it.
2: Yeah, it 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 yes. But I don't know, man. It's it's a fair question. There's a one festival in
1: particular we have not talked about because they've remained eerily silent except for one um one announcement. That would be Hangout Festival. Is have I missed before I get a little too into this? Have I missed any news about Hangout Festival? While you talk, I'll look. Not that I know of, no. Okay. I don't either. And I think that this is the this is the one that's going to be – they're in the weirdest position because their timing is so strange because they might catch this pretty well. There's still two months to go. And so they can – and by the way, they've already sold out. So they can basically sit around and wait for all of this to sort of shake itself out. Um, now, if we are in something that is, is – far worse than maybe some of us understand or think, then we're all all in it. But they're at May 19th. They've got some time to wiggle. And last Sunday, they dropped this little piece of information that they're now sponsored by Corona. (laughs) So (laughs) I don't foresee the Hangout Festival, knowing the ownership group like I do, I don't foresee them canceling at all. They don't have
2: anything on their, on their website and that's a month basically before Bonnaroo. So
1: yeah, they've got, but they're in a, they're in a tight window. They need this all to, um, I guess, come to fruition one way or the other. They've got about three weeks. Don't you think, don't you think they have about three, four weeks before they have to make a call?
2: Yeah, I, I. I think this next week will be very telling the next 10 days will be very telling yeah. I think we'll know I mean so much happened when you called me Sunday night it felt you know pretty urgent but by Wednesday it was beyond urgent I mean it was yep. it was stuff was happening by the minute we we started creating a list of closings just to give you an idea at the paper. I think Wednesday, there were three things, and now it's just almost as fast as you can open it up to add something. Um, Might as well make it a list of what's actually open. I know, right? Okay. Just it's, it's it's what's closed. Everything. It's one word. It's pretty but simple. See,
1: but see, that's the weird thing. You guys are in living in a world where everything, literally, restaurants are closed. Nothing here is closed. Nothing. Who's right? I mean, ev- events are canceled. Who's but- right? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, but here's what I do know. I was in a restaurant uh, for lunch yesterday, and a woman, while I was there for, I mean, for 15 minutes, she might have coughed 25 times. Uh, <laughs> at some point, somebody needs to ask her to leave.
2: You know, we had a guy, one of our editors, Bed Bath and Beyond, and picked up a candle and took a big sniff, and it immediately caused him to sneeze. And the guy next to him picked up his four-year-old and ran out the door. <laughs> If you sneeze in public
1: right now, you're public enemy. Well, and that yeah, uh,
2: that's that's the thing. We're it's spring, yeah. hay fever is about to kick in. I mean, somebody's going to get killed over this thing. They're going to sneeze on somebody. And I walked some, out
1: to my car the other day, and there was about an inch and a half of pollen on it. And I said, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to mean we're laughing but it's gonna happen. I'm going to be beaten in the streets. Yeah, because of because of your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm self-quarantining just because I don't want to face any judgment. I don't want anyone to judge me for my <laughs> allergies uh just staying at home. Uh but uh other than that, you um you have any uh you feeling good? Everybody feeling all right?
2: Yeah, everybody's everybody here is good. We're good. Uh, I yeah. can't think of. Um, well, here's I don't why
1: know. here's why we are the three most powerful immune systems in all of podcasting is because uh, I am convinced that last December when I got the flu, I actually got coronavirus. They're saying there are tons of cases that they're finding people uh, getting infected long before they knew what this was. Uh, I'm convinced that I had it because it was the most bizarre, strange flu I've ever had. It, it's the weirdest feeling I've ever had. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I, I just. I don't even know how to explain it. But then, within hours, I transmitted it to Taco. Uh, Taco then gave it to his girlfriend. I gave it to Barry <laughs> Quarter. Barry Quarter gave it to his wife, who never gets sick. So, you guys, I, I'll just go ahead and say,
2: you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> It was truly the weirdest illness I've ever had. Same here. I've never sneezed and coughed so much in my life. I've never been
1: able to move my
2: arm less. You know how you have sleep on your arm
1: and your arm will go dead? Yeah. 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 My whole body was like that. Well, here's the other way I could literally function and move my body parts.
2: Here's my other admission I didn't even want to have any whiskey, Mm. (laughs) I didn't eat.
3: I didn't. You eat. were sick,
2: and I didn't have any. Yeah, usually I like a hot toddy when I'm sick, you know, to yeah. clear the chest or what. Uh-uh. Didn't want to touch it. I'll go you one step
1: better. For five days, I didn't wear any hair product.
2: Ooh, <gasps> there we <are>. yeah. go. <laughs> this is full disclosure here today, isn't it?
1: That's like where that. you would
3: insert like a sting music right there. We're, we're I telling leave, tales. <laughs> I
2: leave
1: the crowd a gasp. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, am guessing, I don't know. I had no facts to back that up. I, am no, just, I you know, it's total conjecture, but it was well, a feeling like I've never felt before and I did give it to damn near everyone that I was around. Uh, I've never been that contagious and I've never like you could have drawn everyone's sickness straight back to me. Um, and that just something about all of that just never really added up. Well, I
3: know I'm going to be fine. Cause I have the Bonnaroo couch in my house now. It's
1: a great point. It is, yeah. it is the natural immunity to all. Yeah. You, yeah, you know what kind of couch. cultures
3: are living on that thing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the, the guys, the, uh, you know, Daniel and Charlotte, they've got the Rue bus. We've got the Rue couch. Why can't You're we doing- have a whole account just for the couch? I think right. we could. Yeah. You know, what's, what's the couch doing today? Well, right, just sitting there being a couch. <laughs> what's it doing tomorrow? <laughs> Still a couch.
2: You should put a uh, camera on it. Cool new live couch. Live, Taco. Live yeah, like the yeah. you know the Eagles nest. <laughs> Taco,
1: you're the you're the the reason why we call Taco this is he's the lord of tweeting and communicating online. Will you create a root couch uh, account?
3: Uh, probably by the end of this episode, there'll be one.
1: <laughs> and if we could get a live stream, just at the couch,
2: that would be amazing. <laughs> I like it. I, I mean,
1: like you've got, you got plenty of, you know, spy cams in that house of yours. Just point one right there at the Rue uh, at the, at the couch. I
2: wonder what the root couch, what the Camp Nut Butter couch is doing. The Camp today. Nut Butter
3: couch. Just <laughs> I, can put the, I can put the marquee up above it. Please <laughs> do. Please do. It needs some friends. All right. All right so uh, what, are to, uh, what are we doing? Anything we want
1: we're to say? What are we doing? We're going to
2: put this one up uh, this week, and we're going to put Roulette next week. Is that a and
1: Well, you know, and by the way. You know, we're not going to stop the the ticket giveaway. So, uh, you know, if you still want to share us, uh, like us, uh, and get the word out, uh, please do. Uh, the What underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, the What podcast on Instagram. What is the, our Instagram there, by the way, Russ? I forgot. It's just The What podcast. The What podcast. Man, consistent branding. We're really good at that. The What underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, TheWhatpodcast.com. Uh, share us. Uh, get, us uh, get us out there, and we'll hey. find somebody and get tickets away here in the upcoming weeks
2: hey brad what about uh should we let uh should we mention the uh gift bags to the patreons even when those oh yeah go? yeah we
1: do have to we're, we're putting those together very soon i promise um you know yeah. piecemeal by piecemeal they're all coming together i guess we're done with the the, the mixtapes right the mixtapes are ready to go i have a lot of mixtapes yeah okay. i've
2: got a few more to create of yours and then the be good to go. That's what yeah. made me think of it.
1: Yeah, we got to get the uh, we to get some shirts and koozies together. I, I'll be honest with you. That's on me. I've had a couple of things going on. Yeah, a a busy, that's, yeah.
2: that's why I wanted to mention it, just to let people know we hadn't forgot.
1: I've had about uh, uh, 12 to 14 straight days of like 12 to 14 hour days. So it's been, non, it's been non-stop for a little while, but soon enough, I promise, soon enough.
3: That's a lot coming from somebody who uses,
2: usually works four hours a day.
1: Oh my God. Uh, it was twelve yeah, to fourteen exactly. minutes
2: usually. Uh, hey, you know, you mentioned <laughs> a little bit different, I, and I did want to say this. You mentioned Daniel and uh, Charlotte, the the robust, and and I kind of wanted to to put it out there when we were talking today. But the whole radiate positivity thing, you know, even even though we're talking about this virus, it is important, and that's one of the great things that I think Bonaru does is that sort of attitude. And so, hopefully, everything will work out. Well, yeah, I we know it look, will.
1: Yeah, I think I think that there is a there is definitely a serious tone to take, and and y- you have to acknowledge the facts on the ground. It is remarkable how differently those facts are being transmitted um, in good ways and bad ways across the country. Um, I'm I'm still standing up. Uh, by the way, the, the other problem that I have is that I'm just I just don't have the time and, and the energy and the resources to, to invest into a lot of this, this conspiracy theory stuff and, and freaking out about every case. I, I don't have it in me. Um, but you know, our I company, do. it's my job. It's your job. <laughs> exactly. I know. And, and up until, and I'll be honest with you up until Thursday, the company that I work for now, they took it seriously, but then they really amped it up on Wednesday and Thursday. And I had to start, you know, Being on conference calls and video chats, and it really, really hit. And it became my entire life the last couple of days. And for somebody who was in a completely different world, mindset wise, I was dropped into coronavirus land. And I, you know, I was like looking around, like, what in the world is happening in the world? So I've been a, a tad removed from it. But, you know, I really do think that's that call I made to you on Sunday. After I got that information about Coachella, that Monday changed everything. Yeah. I think Coachella changed it all, um, and you know it's weird to say that a music festival changed everything, but to have something that big, well, you could argue South uh, by
2: did. South by is the one that sort of was the first domino. Good point. Coachella, Coachella, good point. that call Sunday seriously was was big. That was that was the one, and I reached out. Honestly, uh, I don't think he would mind me saying I reached out right after you called to Ted Heinig at AC and reached out to Ken in New York. And that Monday morning, yeah, it, it's it's been crazy ever since. So you're not wrong that Coachella was the was the big domino. But South by was probably the first.
1: Yeah. And you got to give, uh, you know, that that festival, who, by the way, we still don't know who he is. You gotta guy, give him man, he's, he's killing it. I know. <laughs>
3: he or she, they don't he even reveal their gender. He uh, or she
1: knows all. I have Man. talked to I've I've talked to this person in the past and this person has a few other people that run that account from what I remember. I don't know if it's still like that, but at the time I talked to that person, uh, they had like two or three different people that running account. That makes sense. Of, yeah. That makes and, sense. There's
2: no way that no one one person could be well, that clued in. Well,
1: yeah, like, and
2: and do a great job.
1: The the eh, you know, I was a little like he and good for him. I mean, he put the information out there or him or her uh, put the information out there and was able to, you know, keep themselves encloaked in and, you know, uh, privacy. If I would have put that information out, uh, the, the person that gave me the information would have seen it and would have known and I would have been in big trouble. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I would have been in big, big trouble.
2: Welcome to my world every day.
1: Yeah, I understand. Uh, Anything else we should cover before we get
2: out of here, huh? Anything? Not that I can think of. Are we going to? I'll ask this because I think probably listeners may wonder too. Are we going to try to stay pretty on top of this or not?
0: I mean, if if something happens
2: in the next four days, are we going to do it again? That type of thing. Uh, My inclination is no.
1: Uh, look, I, I know, look, here's, here's the reason why, and I'll be totally honest with you. And we, this is, this is, you know, basically, you know, me and Barry talking on the phone at this point, but there's not much that we're going to say that is not going to be said by somebody else. Correct. Um, and I, I don't really like living in that world. Um, if, if I have something different or, or something else to offer, then maybe, um, but getting on here and just doing a news report, I don't know if that makes, uh, I don't know if that moves the needle at all.
2: How about the other side of it then? Uh, things like bon Roulette, and we have an interview with Larkin Poe, which I did. Yeah. Are we Do we want to continue on as if not happening? Or, you know what I mean? Is it yeah, disrespectful I mean, I, to...
1: I think, no, I think it, I th- that's a good question. I don't know. My inclination is to just keep, pumping out content as if we're going and as if we're going to be there. Okay. But you, you make a good point to, you know, it, does it come across as a tad insensitive? And I yeah. just don't know. And and that's a, that's a question for, you know, the, the Bonaruvian listening to this right now, um, you know, yeah. total, total, total honesty, you know, yeah. we don't know. I don't, so I don't want to appear tone deaf,
2: but I yeah, also don't want, you know, the world to, Stop. So, yeah,
1: okay. Well, let us let us know what you think. The What Underscore Podcast on Twitter, the What Podcast on Instagram, the What Podcast dot com. Leave us a comment, uh, Taco. Thank you so much for your um, your new uh, couch Twitter account. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Barry Quarter for your news acumen. Uh, me for my shitty coffee this morning. Other than that, we'll talk to you on a Roulette next week. Hey, 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 hey. I y'all
0: Journey through the stories that define the artist playing Baccarat who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands this year that matter? Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Quarter.